Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Chris, I have to be honest, I heard my, well, my ears pricked up yesterday when I heard you talk about a filly, first of all, a trotting filly named Pink Galaz, but you said she's knee-high to a grasshopper. We're going to talk more about her first up. Yeah, Steve, again, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. She is tiny pink alars, but most importantly, she's got a big motor and it's great to see her here in Queensland. And she's going to be stepping out on Saturday night because she steps out in the first round of action for the Daryl Alexander Memorial Trotting Championship Series. She goes around in race six and she's number 13. She's got to overcome a 20-metre handicap. Maddie Craven's made the trip from Victoria to Brisbane. He's here for the carnival and he joins us online now. Maddie, good morning. How are you, Chris? I'm very well. Glad to hear that you've made it safely. Yeah, we had um, a really good trip up and uh, there was no, no dramas and they've all seemed to have travelled extremely well, which is very pleasing. How many in total have you brought north? Uh, we brought a seven, seven on the truck, so, um, yeah, a few support crew and, um, yeah, hopefully they can be competitive uh, when they head to the track. Well, it sounds like there's some quality there. Spearheaded by Pink Alars. Let's start with Pink Alars. She's on the backup after racing last Saturday night. She went around in the Matriarch. Were you happy with the performance? Oh, she went She went good. She didn't probably go as good as she could go. and um, She's still sort of working back to her, I guess, her best. Um, she's still just a little bit heavy from, you know, returning from a spell, but it's a little bit of um, just a balancing act as to... How hard we work her on the way up. Um, you know, she's got sort of a lot of races, you know, ahead of her. So we sort of haven't got her screwed right down just yet. But we knew we had, um, you know, these races coming up in the Queensland Carnival. And, you know, she's not... She hasn't in the past been a great stand horse, but she's here for the experience, um, you know, in these races over the longer journey. And if she can, you know, just improve the way she goes away from the stand and, and find a nice positive, I'm sure, you know, she'll continue to uh, improve as she goes along. Okay. Just breaking that down a little bit further, she's got this series, so over the next three weeks she'll be racing. We've got two rounds of heats and then hopefully the final. And then on July 24, the final night of the Albion Park Carnival, she's got that mobile start feature. So she'll have to race week to week to week, obviously, over the next couple of weeks. But you're comfortable with that? Yeah, look, she, in the past, you know, you, we've been a little bit tentative, but she's handled it extremely well. And, um, you know, it was a little bit of a concern, you know, having to race in, in both weeks of the heats into the final of this, this race all going well. But it'll mean that, you know, we don't have to drill her in between races and hopefully she'll just continue to improve as, as the, the weeks go by. And, you know, last week, you know, I possibly may have drove her not so great, um... I probably went a fraction early and she just got swamped late. I was, you know, we got beat two metres. So maybe if I waited 50, she might have been a different story. Um, but as it is, um, she's travelled well. And, you know, the three runs over 2,600, um, it'll be it'll be tough ask considering, you know, the opposition uh, we knew were, wasn't going to be easy. And, you know, off the handicap, she'll be chasing and they seem to run, you know, pretty pretty solid races up here so um you know she'll be chasing that's for sure but you know the 
the main reason that I really wanted to, to run her in these races was to, to really season her for later on in the year. And just on that, the, the target at the end of the year is the Inter-Dominion Trotting Championship? Oh, for sure. You know, it's got to be on the radar. Um, you know, she's we, we still have to be realistic. She's still only a four-year-old mare. Um, you know, it's, it's going to be a pretty tough year for her to, to, to graduate into, you know, open company and, and you know she's rated right up there so there's no easy races for her um so we have to be a little bit careful but as long as she continues to race well and and she's happy and sound um you know we'll we'll have a crack at most things uh, but that's definitely the main goal i mean you know of this trip you know the, the race on the last night of the carnival was probably our main goal but if she could um acquit herself well over the next three weeks um you know that'll be that'll be a bonus. Okay, just with this series that starts on Saturday night, the twenty metre handicap. Are you comfortable with that sort of handicap? Were you expecting more or less, or is that about right? Well, you know, yeah, she hasn't won a race as a four-year-old, even though uh, you know as a three-year-old she beat the open class mare, oh, open class horses in the Bill Collins Mile. You know, we we definitely expected a handicap. And, um, you know, whether it was going to be 10, 20 or 30, I wasn't 100% sure. But, you know, we're comfortable with 20 and, you know, she's out of the draw. So, um, yeah, it, it'll be an ask. But um, when she ended up with 20, I sort of was, you know, happy enough to go ahead and run her. OK. Now, tell me, you've been campaigning here in Queensland over the past couple of years now. Are you surprised in any way with the way that the carnival here in Queensland has developed, in particular with the trotters? Uh, no, not at all. I mean, uh, I know the last time we campaigned here, um, you know, the prize money the next year grew and then, you know, with that, the quality of horse grows and, and you know, credit to Racing Queensland and everyone involved, how, um, you know, they've invested in their carnival. And, and then, you know, obviously with COVID, the few changes that it made has been really positive for, for Queensland's carnival and it's now become... The, standalone carnival it's uh you know it's really made it super strong and you see how many good horses have arrived up here in queensland and, and even the quality of the horse that is here um it's going to be a fantastic carnival and let's just hope that covid uh allows people to get on track and witness all these good horses going around yeah fingers crossed just with the two mares in the first race on saturday night hellgard and its major surprise what are you expecting from them on saturday night uh, it'd be interesting. I mean, it's a quality field and, you know, if we're being realistic, they're probably, you know, a rung or two below these real quality mares. But, you know, it's a major surprise. Um, is proven it, you know, racing against some really good mares that she's competitive with the right run. Um, and even though her last couple on paper don't look that great, uh, we're really happy with her and... Um, she just had a, uh, a week between runs, which is, is going to really help her, you know, going into this carnival. And, and you know, she was always on the on the radar to come and I was really keen to bring her. And Helgart, over the last sort of three or four weeks, has is, is, um, really stepped up. And I'm, I'm still not 100% sure, you know, where she sits. Um, I know she sort of probably more appreciates the even tempo of the better races. And... And just looking maybe at a form, she might appreciate the, the races over the shorter trip. So, and it doesn't seem to matter whether she races on, you know, in front or behind the leader. Um, 
if that's going to be the case in any of these races, I think she'll be competitive. Okay. So. All right, good to hear. And I've got to ask, Kowalski analysis, he's set for the rising sun next week. Uh, everything going to water with him? At the moment, we're really, really happy with him. He, um, his two trials, he's just improved off both of them really nicely and he seems to be really up and about. Uh, he's travelled up well. He, uh, he'll go to have a, a good hit out tomorrow um, in at the track and, and um, providing that that is all good and um, he, he does what we expect, we'll definitely be putting our hand up. All right, good to hear. Exciting times. Really appreciate the uh, the time this morning. Uh, best of luck on Saturday night. Can't wait to see Pink Galaz stepping out in race number six. Just uh, just tell me just quickly, how big is she? Oh, she nearly fit under the rail and the tie-ups. <laughs> I don't know, to be honest with you, but she's small, you know, um, and she's very fine. Um, yeah, she's just, I don't know. She, you, you, don't, you don't see a good horse when you look at her, that's for sure. <laughs> well, I look forward to seeing her even more on Saturday night. Really appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Oh, terrific. Anytime, Chris. Thank you very much. There's Matty Craven joining us. He's one of the good guys, no doubt about it. Speaking of good guys, our next guest, he's made the trip from Christchurch, all the way from Christchurch in New Zealand. He's been here for a couple of weeks. Well, the mayor has, and I know he's been here himself over the past uh, seven to ten days, and he gets to step out on Saturday night. And he'll be going up against Pink Galaz. We're talking about Gold Chain, this very much informed Kiwi trotting mayor, and her trainer driver is Bob Butt. Bob, really appreciate the time. No worries, thanks. Uh you, you've made it to Queensland. You've had this sort of trip on, on the radar for some time. Is everything going to water? Uh, everything seems um, real well, mate. Um, she she had a big trip over. Um, sort of was three days in the truck, and she arrived a bit um, tucked up in that. But um, she had plenty of time to settle in. I was pretty looking back. I was pretty happy. I sent her over early, so. Um, she's had a good chance to settle in and um, work, work herself back into things. OK. Just looking at her form this season, she's won three of the last five. They've all come at Addington. Would I be right in saying that she's probably one of the most progressive trotting mares in New Zealand this season? Yeah, well, I was, I was talking to Mick Guerin the other day and he said she'll probably, she's probably near favourite to get near of the year in New Zealand just on a record record so far, you know, there hasn't been that there hasn't been a lot of top mares this year going round so um, hopefully anyway Yeah, and the main purpose for this trip, you want some black type status against her name, uh, you're chasing that group one, you've got two opportunities here, this series, the DJA which starts on Saturday night and she's also got that mobile trot feature on the last night of the carnival, is that the main focus to get a group one victory against her name? Oh, 100% or even just placed because obviously she's she's probably a lot more valuable as a broodmare than she is as a racehorse and and honestly she's like she she is that step down at home from um Sunday Sun and the and the big bangers but um she has come a long way so you never you never know till you till you go again against them but um she's probably never going to get a better opportunity than over here Okay. Saturday night, she's got a 10-metre handicap. What were your thoughts? Was that what you were expecting, more or less? Where does it sit with you? I didn't really have a clue what I was going to get, to be honest, because um, obviously your guys' ratings are a bit different to us. So um, 
obviously uh, Maddie Cravens me is a, a good mare and um, just sort of hard, hard to know. I don't really know the form of, of a lot of the other ones. So, um, yeah, it's just, I suppose, see how we go on set day and be able to work it out from there. Okay, you had a spin around yourself at Albion Park last weekend. How did you find it? No, it was good. No, it was good to get out there and have a look anyway. So um, the horse just battled away, but never mind, you get that. All right, really appreciate the time this morning, Bob. Can't wait to see you in action on Saturday night with this very nice mare, Gold Chain. Really appreciate it. We'll see you trackside. Brittany, we're uh, pressing here for race number two. The highlight from last uh, last weekend, we went to Reckliffe on Saturday night. Was it Krug that stood out for you? Yeah, it's hard to go past Krug on his performance, Chris. He was absolutely superb. And, yeah, he probably, despite the fact that he was a class, uh, he probably didn't deserve to win in the manner that he did considering the time that they ran. So it was great to see him in the flesh and great to see him bounce back out of that duel's defeat to tell us that he's uh, ready to rock and roll in the rising sun. We've got a cracking card coming up on Saturday night. There's so much quality right throughout that program. What's the highlight for you this Saturday night? Well, the open class race looks really good. And again, we need to learn a little bit more about a few of these open class horses heading towards the bigger races. Spanker, I thought he got a pass mark last time out and his sectionals also portrayed that. I thought Colt 31 was good. Barrage is struggling for his best. So I'm looking forward to seeing that open class race and it's great to see the DJA series heavily supported as well with so many horses of varying class come together. It makes it very hard to work out. But yeah, right across the board, the 11 races, it's just great to see despite the fact that it's not the biggest of our nights, there's still so much quality on offer. We got a boost this morning, news coming through from uh, Ray Green, Merv Butterworth, that Anthony Butt is committed to driving copy that right throughout the carnival, just with the COVID situation. If he went back to Victoria, he'd have to quarantine for 14 days. So he's going to be based here in Queensland over the next couple of weeks, which is a real boost. Yeah, absolutely. And no doubt he'll pick up other drivers as well, should there be uh, any other range person who can't make their way north or make their way across from New Zealand. I'm sure that he'll be the first choice for many now that he's facing himself in Queensland for the next few weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Your best bet for the weekend? I'm going race three, number four, Will the Wizard. I think if he can do everything right, the team will be out to make a statement with him to put their hand up to get a rising sun start. So race three, number four, Will the Wizard on Saturday night at Albion. Excellent stuff. Brittany, appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Thanks, Chris. There's Brittany Graham from Sky Racing joining us. They're at the start here for race two. Quickly, let's go to Perth and get the good oil from Matty Young. Each and every week, he provides us with a winner. He delivered again last week. Fancy a dance. Matty's online now. Matt, appreciate the time. Good morning, Chris. What is the best bet coming through for Gloucester Park tomorrow night? Uh, look, I think race six, number four. I think it's a bit of a tricky meeting, but uh, there you go. He's got the speed. I think he can get around them tomorrow. His form's been good. Uh, off quick lead times and doing plenty of work. So I think if you can get down to the marker pegs, he'll go very close to winning. So race six, number four, there you go. Looks the best tomorrow night. Okay, so race six, number four, the best bet tomorrow night. Just going back to last week, uh, huge thrill for the family last week. Wonderful to fly scoring. Yeah, amazing. Uh, getting home from Wagen, from a cold night at Wagen. Uh, had a couple of scotches with the brother and uh, really enjoyed it. So... Uh, he's uh, truly thrilled. Dad broke that horse in, told him to buy it, and he bought it, and it's gone on to win a Group 1. So it's been a great process the whole way through.
Excellent stuff. Well done to you and the family. We'll take the tip with race six, number four. There you go. And we'll be chatting next week.